Uh, Can you do a radio voice? Well, I'm recording right now. This is Serendipity, a podcast of radio drama for the 21st century. Was that good? It was good. <laughs> you do your you do your radio voice. You're listening to Serendipity, a podcast featuring radio drama for the 21st century. It worked? Too low? It's a little sleazy. Like, okay. Too creepy. Okay. Do your Swedish commercial. Swedish commercial? Uh-huh. You're listening to Serendipity. That's more like with energy and... Like, but do it in Swedish. Oh. Du lyssnar på Serendipity. That's not even a word in Swedish. Really? Yeah. But do... Okay, but... Okay, just say Serendipity with a Swedish accent. Just like, do... Yeah. Du lyssnar på Serendipity. That was great. All right. Uh, what do we have on the podcast for today? We're now going to introduce the third place winner of the first Sarah Awards. Yep. The first annual Sarah Lawrence College International Audio Fiction Award. Mm-hmm. And the third place is Our Time Is Up. And it's uh, done by Aaron Anderson. Do we want to tell them how it was constructed? Let's call Erin and ask her because I think all of this started with a car ride. Oh, right. Yeah, that's right. As all good things do. Okay. Hello? Hey, Erin, it's Ann. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Okay. So this is going to be really cool. At the ceremony, you talked about this road trip, listening to dead voices. <laughs> yeah, so... I was interested in what happens when you take the materials of nonfiction and kind of reuse them and repurpose them for fictional ends. Um, I started this project. Uh, I drove from Pittsburgh. I moved back from uh, Pittsburgh to Seattle. I made a playlist of dead people's oral histories. I listened to it the whole way. Yeah, and I said, oh, um, I said, okay, would you like another one of those? I was in the midst of my PhD. I was finishing up my dissertation and I was moving back to Seattle. And part of that was moving and leaving a relationship that had ended. And kind of in some ways, I felt like I was like, you know, it felt a little like running away, <laughs> but also uh, this escape that was also like a new beginning in a way. And I insisted on doing this drive alone. It was like a thing I needed to do for myself in that moment. And I think um, Juanita Bowman um, was one of these voices. And I just thought she was hilarious, honestly. I thought she was very funny and very spirited and she just, she had this tendency to sort of reenact these little moments in her life where she would just say, oh, you know, I just got the idea, really, that, um, you know, wouldn't it be interesting to put her in a room with my grandfather because I had this kind of, she reminded me of him in some ways and this sort of stubbornness and sense of, her sense of humor and her stubbornness and, and things, and I just thought that they would clash in a very interesting way, and then um, the story sort of emerged out of that. And here it is, the winning piece. Our time is up. And this piece is actually a shorter version than the winning piece. And you should listen to the whole thing on our website at thesarahwards.com. 
March 11th, Jake and Helen McCleary. We're a little bit late again. Well, not very much. Jake, we were supposed to be here by 12 o'clock. Okay. I told you we didn't have time. Gosh. We stopped and got a hamburger on the way out. You Look, Helen, you're right. Okay. Don't worry about it. It happens. I'm, I'm just sorry. We're having a little difficulty about the same old thing. Oh, my God. Really, it's fine. It was a dumb, a dumb... I should calm down and take a deep breath. Well, I just felt bad getting here late, you know. Mm-hmm. I always got places early before. Have a seat. Let's talk about why you're here. Well, how would you explain it? Oh, um... Your human nature is funny thing, if you ask me. March 25th, Jake and Helen McCleary. And this is actually a short version of the original agreement. And this is actually... Her name was Gladys Hamilton. Go to our website, sideworks.com, to listen to the whole piece. To listen to the whole piece. Yeah. Oh, God. And here it is. I just, I don't know what happened. I guess, yeah, I was feeling confused. Okay, I can see that this is really painful for both of you. (coughs) Jake, can I ask, just so we're all clear, are we talking about an affair here? Yes. I guess that's it. And what is it exactly that you'd like your wife to know? Well, just that uh, I feel sorry for what I did. Whatever it was, (coughs) it was uh, wrong. I was wrong and Oh, I'm willing to accept the uh, uh, consequences. Thank you, Jake. <sighs> Helen, how do you feel hearing this? Um, oh, God, I, I hardly know what to say. You can imagine when the time comes that you never know. It's one of those things you never know. Whatever I've done, well, I always tried to treat him right, you know. Proved to him I loved him and everything, so I can't understand why. Yeah, that's one of the worst things you can do. I know, Helen. You think you get anything you want? No, I don't really. Just go out with anybody? No. Well, I couldn't do that. I, I just, uh... No, uh, I wouldn't do that. I don't believe in it. But I couldn't control it. Look, it wasn't right. I realized that, but but uh, I'm a decent person, and and I love you. Can you look at your wife when you say that? Helen, I hope you know that. You don't know what love is. Yeah, I do. I just... <coughs> I'd like to go home. What? Just... I said I want to go home. Yes, I understand. It sounds like it might be a good idea. 
is a lot to take in, and I think you might need to process it a bit on your own at home before we talk about it further. Do you think you can do that? Uh, yeah. Great. That's good. Helen, how about you? You think I'm looking to him? You have every right to be angry, Helen. And we don't need to talk about this until you're ready. If you'd like, we can agree to wait till you come back next week. No, I'm not coming back. I'm, I'm just tired of coming. You know what? That is entirely up to you. No one's going to force you. If you and Jake decide you'd like to come back, I'd be really happy to help you talk through things. All right? Then I'm good. Thank you for doing this. Of course. Good luck. Yeah, thanks. April 1st, Jake and Helen McCleary. Jake, Helen, welcome. I'm so glad to see you back this week. We decided we'd try it again. Yeah. Well, that's great. I'm really proud of you both for coming in. So, what's been going on since we last spoke? Uh. Well, we left home. Yeah, she kicked me out. Well, Jake, you agreed to go. Yeah. Okay. So, did you just decide you needed some space, Helen? Well, I don't know what I'm supposed to do, you know. Put them in a closet and shut the door on them or... Yes, well, unfortunately, there's no instruction manual for these kinds of things. You just have to do what feels right, and sometimes a little space can be helpful. Jake, how has it been being on your own? Of course, it's a little rough, but uh, I can't really complain about it. Okay, well, I'm glad to hear you've worked something out. It's going to be really hard in the beginning for both of you, but it'll get easier, and we'll keep working on things in here. I hope so. Yes, I know. And Helen, how about you? How have you been feeling? I, I feel a little bit sorry for myself. Tell the truth about it. I thought that all day I was going to be able to quit crying. I just felt so ashamed of my oh, um, of myself. Well, you know, that's odd. What's odd, Helen? Well, it wasn't my fault, you know. But I felt like it was. Mm. Like maybe he was pushed or something. And I thought to myself, oh, if I ever had everything to do over, how different I would be. But, uh... Jake, don't you ever touch me. You never touch me again. Jake, I think Helen might need some space right now to be angry. I know you were just trying to comfort her. Yeah. Well, I don't want. I don't let him touch me anymore. Okay. And why is that, Helen? Because I figured, well, if you want somebody else, let him have But I never said... Well, you didn't have to. This woman, I don't know who she is or where she is, but you should. But, Helen, I did something wrong. Okay. That's wonderful. I'm glad you're telling me something that I don't this know. Was, it was a mistake. And well, I... he'll do better. And he'll find this. He'll find that. But I don't think he will. <laughs> Helen, it sounds like you're having a lot of trouble trusting Jake right now. 
Are you worried he's going to continue seeing other women? Oh, he can go ahead and have all the women he wants. I don't care about that anymore. I, I don't have to have a man. I don't have to. I can do without sex and anything like that. And, I, and I'm going to take him as my income tax deduction. That's all. Hmm. I can hear a lot of anger behind your words, Helen. Well, I married him because I wanted him. I wanted to get married. I loved him. But I don't think he loves me or anything. I do. Then why did you do the things you did? I, just... I don't commit adultery. And what I haven't put up with with that woman. <clears throat> well, you know, why don't you take that woman and go? You better go while you got a chance. Is that really what you want? Well, I don't know whether I wanted you or not. April 8th, Jake and Helen McCleary. If I ever get a chance, I'm going to cut his heart out. Wow. Those are strong words, Helen. Well, I don't. I'm one of those types. I always said that he'd never do it but once. So, this isn't the first time that this has come up? No, um... What? Yes, it is. I said no. But... Just a minute, Jake. Let's hear from Helen. Well, there was one time about eight years ago. That was before, before we got married. But we were still together. Yeah. But of course, you had stepped out quite a while before. I don't know really... I never told you so, but I knew what happened. What? Jake, why don't you take credit? Let's try to stay calm There's here. a plot. Jake, I know this is difficult. Just absolute mayhem. You'll get a chance to tell your side of the story. <laughs> I promise. That doesn't help me much. Just try to be patient. Mm -hmm. And Helen, if you could try to be pretty specific... That would be helpful. Well, I tried to be, but... Don't worry, Helen. Just start again. You were talking about an incident eight years ago? Well, I don't know too much about what went on. I don't think they were having a sex or anything that way. At first. But he was with her a lot. And I was awful jealous. Helen, who the heck was I with? Well, her name was Mary. <laughs> Mary! Mary. Uh, he laughed. I'm sorry. Who was Mary? She was my secretary. Not as simple as it could be. But, oh man, she was no significance to me. Oh? Well, not like that. Jake, I want you to tell me everything. Look, Helen, I realize what it sounds like. Well, then, um, But, uh, it wasn't quite... Then what was it? We, we didn't... Now be honest with me. Helen, let's give Jake time to respond. I want the whole truth. Yes. So... <clears throat> well, she was a, a very friendly, open-hearted person, and I was very fond of her. And we were good friends. Oh boy, is that but what you call it? I wasn't wasn't uh, involved with her. Oh, that's her sister. <clears throat> it was her sister then. What? Helen, let me explain it, okay? There was no, there was no relationship. Well, what about the money? That wasn't it. I'm sorry, what are we talking about? I found out that he had given her quite a lot of money. Like I said, her sister was sick, okay? So... Well, the money was just as much mine as... You have no idea, do you? Well, what are you talking about? She was, well, she died 
but it just gets to be such a mess. It's like nobody knows who's doing what to who. Mm -hmm. And uh, I can't really say <clears throat> one little cotton-picking thing without a lot of, of that uh, aggression that I was talking about. That was about. all my fault. I had no visitors. That's not... Helen, it seems like you're still really upset. <laughs> Do we need to step back for a minute? No, let him talk. Let him get it all out of the system. Okay. Jake, do you think you can explain to Helen how you're feeling? Well, maybe if I didn't have so many interruptions on it. It worked both ways. But I, I don't think, I think I'd be wasting my time. Well, do you understand yet what it is that you did to upset your wife? No, not really. Well, maybe we should start there then. Helen, do you want to explain to him? I think you pretty well know what you did. I have no idea. Well, I tell you, what you done, he did. Helen. I'm sorry to interrupt, but could you maybe try talking directly to your husband? You know, we could hear each other. Mm-hmm, I realize that. It's just that one of the things we're working on here is trying to learn to communicate with one another. Well, I'm sorry, but I, there's a whole book. I could write a whole book of it. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to it. Now, would you be kind enough? Go ahead, whatever you want. Yes, please, go ahead, Helen. Well, why should I? He won't listen to me. I don't dare to open my mouth, because the more I say, the more he gets in the audience, okay. and uh, I don't... Full ahead. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. So I think one thing that might help here, Helen, is if you can talk really specifically and talk directly to Jake. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And Jake, you really need to stop and listen to what your wife's trying to tell you. Do you think you can do that? Yes, I do. All right, Helen, go ahead. What would you like Jake to know? Well, Pop, I want to ask you something. Uh, all right. Well, how did you feel when you went live? And someone was laughing and getting a kick out of it like that. I was, uh, yeah, I, I because was... Because that kind of hurt, you know. Yeah. And, um, I, I just don't understand why you would do that. I don't understand it. Jake, did you want to respond? I don't know. I'm sorry for... I was just being a jerk. May 15th, Jake and Helen McCleary. Yeah, I may be jumping a big deal, but Helen, I want to come home. I just, I just think that... I want a divorce. What? I said I want a divorce. Helen, you you don't you're not saying. I'm sorry, but it's not right. Look, we had a lot of problems. Okay, it's a little rough, but we're working on it. You know, we we, oh. we have we are uh, two people who love each other. Does that mean anything to you? Well, Jake, I I just. I don't know what to say. I never wanted a divorce, but we tried to be happy. I, I just, uh, I was never good enough. And I kind of always resented that, you know. It isn't fair. Helen, you're my wife, okay? Yeah. Uh... I'm going to jump in here. This is obviously a really difficult conversation. And I just want to make sure you both have a chance to tell each other what you want. Uh, haven't you got anything better to offer? Yes, I want you to behave yourself. Just kind of... I'm, I'm sorry for... That's okay, Jake. I didn't say... I understand how frustrated you are, and 
You know, I wish I could just snap my fingers and fix everything, but sometimes all we can do is listen to each other. <clears throat> so, Jake, can you tell Helen what you want right now? I, I, I think I've made it clear that I want to stay or to come back because I, I, I... Thank you, Jake. Let's just start with that for now. <laughs> and Helen, could you tell Jake what you want? I don't know how to explain it. I just feel better by myself. And, uh, I, I just don't see any reason for him to come back. So what would you like to happen? I want to split up. That's only momentarily. You well, know, Jake, I told my lawyer. You're I, I told the lawyer. I said. That's great. I said. You know, the sad part is you never Jake, even. Jake, you both of it. You just left me. You want to drown? Go ahead and drown. <laughs> I'm not going with you. Oh, God. You always wanted to leave me before. Why not now? That's not true. Maybe I'm dumb. I don't know. I never said. You, you cannot say that you never thought about it. Once, twice. Okay. Uh, well then, um, but but I never did. And uh, right now, I think it's right. Well, I don't. Helen, I think it's right. Oh God. Okay, this is tricky. It sounds to me like you're both on really different pages right now. Yeah. Well, are you sure? I'm sorry. Am I for what? For divorce. Well, my role here isn't to make that decision for you. It's to help you hear one another so you can decide for yourself. Are we so dumb that we have to... Why? <laughs> this isn't going to work. What do you mean, Jake? Well, any idiot can see that we're heading for a, a bad ending. She sounds pretty darn confident and... and uh, I don't know anything else that I can say that will change it. And, and uh, well, it's not a happy marriage, you know. It, well, except for little glimmers of things uh, scattered across time, I just, <clears throat> I hope she will be taken care of. And, You really care about Helen, don't you, Jake? Yes. Well, that's important for you both to remember. Is there anything you'd like to say to Helen before we finish? Helen, it's been so hard between you and I for a long, long time. And, uh, and that bothers me because I just think they're great. Yeah, oh, God, I, I would give anything on there that we could move far away and uh, just forget about it. I don't want to lose you, you know. But uh, I don't see anything else that we can do. I know we have to sooner or later. Yeah. Well, is that all of it now? Yeah, I guess. So then, all right, time is.
Could you state your names for the tape? I'm Jake McCleary. And your name? I'm Helen. Okay, and do I have permission to record our session? But it's one thing that strikes me when when listening to this, or when hearing Aaron speak, is like, when you record audio, it's, you create a time capsule, because people are talking in present time, time. Mm -hmm. and that time is, is collected and saved, so even though these persons are not alive anymore, their voices are alive, and that time can be replayed over and over and over again. I can't really complain about it. So it's it's kind of like you're cheating. You're cheating time that constantly moves forward. But this is like, okay, this is one of the few ways to actually lift out the time that you're in right now. Lift out the time that you're in right now and take it into the future, you know? Yeah, I mean, so do you think that it's like cheating death? Basically, uh, well, it's it's interesting because we're all going to die. We all know that, and it's kind of like, and it's like time is like democratically. Everybody has twenty four hours. You know, mm. uh, that's a very democratic way of looking at it. But we don't know when our time is up, mm. uh, and so by recording things, by doing oral history, we actually, we we. It's like pressing save in Word. Like, okay, this is a good sentence. Like, let's save it. This is a good page. Let's save it in order to look back at it later, you know. Okay. Yeah. So time for the credits? Yeah. So the piece you just heard, so the piece you just heard, it's called Our Time Is Up. Yeah, the fiction piece by Aaron Anderson was Our Time Is Up and was the third place winner of the first Sarah Lawrence College International Audio Fiction Awards. You are listening to Serendipity, which is produced by Anne Hepperman, me. And me, Martin Johnson. Which is also part of the Sarah Awards, an initiative of Sarah Lawrence College and supported by KCRW's Independent Producer Project. You can check us out online at thesarahawards.com. Yeah, the Sarah Awards revolutionizing radio drama for the 21st century, right? Yes. Thank you. Right. Okay.